Psalm 132, A Song of Ascents Remember, O Lord, in David's favor, all the hardships he endured, how he swore to the Lord and vowed to the Mighty One of Jacob, I will not enter my house or get into my bed. I will not give sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids until I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling place for the Mighty One of Jacob. Behold, we heard of it in Ephathra. We found it in the fields of Jar. Let us go to his dwelling place. Let us worship at his footstool. Arise, O Lord, and go to your resting place, you and the ark of your might. Let your priests be clothed with righteousness, and let your saints shout for joy. For the sake of your servant David, do not turn away the face of your anointed one. The Lord swore to David a sure oath from which he will not turn back. One of the sons of your body I will set on your throne. If your sons keep my covenant and my testimonies that I shall teach them, their sons also forever shall sit on your throne. For the Lord has chosen Zion. He has desired it for his dwelling place. This is my resting place forever. Here I will dwell for I have desired it. I will abundantly bless her provisions. I will satisfy her poor with bread. Her priests I will clothe with salvation, and her saints will shout for joy. There I will make a horn to sprout for David. I have prepared a lamp for my anointed. His enemies I will clothe with shame, but on him his crown will shine. The word of the Lord. This is a messianic psalm, the hope of this offspring of David, um, the hope that uh, God's presence. I mean, it's kind of interesting that the connection with God's presence and the ark and with the coming Messiah. Um, what are your thoughts on the passage? Well, it, it, you're exactly right, Jason. It's full of um, reminders of the covenant promises that God made to David to establish a throne for him that would never go away, right? Mm-hmm. An eternal throne, an eternal uh, king. Um, I, I'm drawn to a couple of things in it, uh, in particular, the thought that this would have been, again, like all these psalms, something that the people of God sang on their way to the temple in Jerusalem, uh, going to the house of the Lord. So they're they're reminding themselves of the house that the Lord has built for David as they travel to the Lord's house, so to speak, and uh, and and going to worship him there. Um it's it's just full of that theology and that that whole Old Testament background. But I, I, I would draw our attention to one thing here. Um, it points out uh, in the very end, verse eighteen: His enemies I will clothe with shame, but on him his crown will shine. And we've we've brought this theme out in a number of these psalms as we've talked about them over the last you know, several days. But you can't help but think of the one who was the heir of David, who was clothed with shame, who was actually beaten. His robe was stripped off of him and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and um, you know, the, the soldiers uh, played a game among themselves to see who would take his robe. Um, so the righteous son of David, who at Calvary was clothed with shame and who was crowned with a crown of thorns, his crown didn't shine in the way we would expect, right? He's the suffering servant of Isaiah right. 53. So just the way in which it so vividly anticipates the upside-down nature of the cross, um, that the heir of the, David, the true king of Israel, 
the one who's reigning and ruling now, even now in glory, uh, he did he did suffer on our account. Amen. And I think that you know any of these messianic, I think the messianic language that you see throughout the Old Testament, you got to keep in mind this is a long time. This is a thousand years before this son comes, and it looks like it's not going to happen. I mean, you just even think like yeah, so Solomon becomes king. Well, then the very next king, Rehoboam, the whole thing starts to fall apart. And you're 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 tracing out these the, the nations are taken away in exile, and who's going to be the king? I mean, who is in this line of David? You you look at Israel and you're like, this thing's done. And I just think for us as Christians, as people who could be waiting on like a deliverance from illness or for God to answer a prayer, just know that <laughs> the waiting life is part of the Christian life. You're not alone if you're waiting on the Lord um, because God, that's part of our experience. We are waiting for God to achieve all of his purposes. Sometimes we don't know what those are. And again, but I, I just want to encourage you, continue to look to the Lord. Continue to remember what Matt just exhorted in us, that that Jesus has been put to shame, that he, did, he was raised, that he will return and that he will make all things right and new. And I think we can join these people that have been singing this song a long time. Uh, and this is a, becomes a helpful song even for us. So for Matt Hall, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.